0: On today's episode of the Venue Podcast, we talk cars coming out of vending machines. Should you quit Facebook and social media? Will that make you happier? And the evolution of customer service via social media. All that and more on today's episode of the podcast. It's time for the Venue Podcast, the show that talks lifestyle tech, data center tech, cloud tech, business tech, phone tech. You get the point. Your host are Josh. You know, I'll tell you, China was amazing.
1: Phil. We're going to do stuff to the car. Oh, Don't okay. freak
0: out. Will. One thing I do not like about
2: the Apple Watch wow. is the very limited set of watch faces.
0: And the man himself, Mr. B, a.k.a. Brian.
3: They type that password in and they're like, yeah, I'm going to get into this guy's stuff. And then they're like, oh no, crap, There's, you have to get this code. So sit back and relax and get smart.
0: And welcome back to the Venue Podcast. Um, today's going to be a great show. We have uh, Julia Bro here again uh, as a guest. Hi, Julia. Welcome back.
4: Hey, thanks for having me. Uh,
0: all the regular hosts are here. How's how's everybody doing today? Doing good. Doing wonderful.
1: Doing excellent. I, I use something a little bit different than I you see. guys. You yeah, know. it's cool. Look who's got the stresaurus.
0: Yeah, Phil's, Phil's very cool. Um, <laughs> so our first news topic uh, is a little... I say a little odd. So um, there is now a vending machine uh, in what is this Tennessee that will dispense your new car like like a like a vending machine like a soft drink like a soft drink like a iPod I mean, or it's a- just
3: kind of a matter of time, right? I mean, all the airports and everything have them for electronics now. What's you know.
2: Put a car, one on the street. So is this – so there's no people in these little kiosks, right? It's just you walk up and you spend – is it for renting a car or actually purchasing it's, a car? I think it's for purchasing, purchasing. right? It's called purchasing? Carvana,
1: by the way. I don't think we said the name. Did yeah. We? So um, how does this work? You I, I, pay, pay? I think you walk up to it with this big Carvana coin, and I don't know where you get that coin from. I, I guess you must put money in somewhere to get the coin, but – and you put the coin do you in you just bring cash like I hey know. i you it's know like here's 20 grand let
3: me bring cash to this vending machine
1: <laughs> it's like this big five oh, yeah, five story thing and then you just wait for your car to come down after you pick it out but so you probably have to go it's online it's a vending machine
2: you have to go online pay for this and then i see here you do have like a big coin can you the real
0: question is if you get one of those coins can you put a string around it <laughs> and then pull it back out and get another car
3: well and you know being that it's a vending machine like this Can you And you only pay with that one single coin. I mean, can you get different cars for the same coin? How does that work?
4: So, of course, compliance thinks of this, right? Usually when you buy your car, don't you have to get tax title and license and all that? Mm -hmm. Is all of that done? Is that why you get the coin, you know... That yeah, has to be good, taken care of. Yeah, maybe it's done of ahead
2: of time when you're. Maybe it's
3: just a gimmick. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe is this even a real site? <laughs> well, no, no. Like maybe, maybe you go through and talk to the person and everything, and like the gimmick is at the end they give you this giant coin to dispense your car. Like, it could
1: be it, but I, I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot of inf- information about this available yet. So yeah, yeah. And
2: hey. From the photos, it looks like you. Do, it is manned by a person. There's actually. There's uh, got to be a person. There's there. got to be a person here.
1: I mean, clearly things can go wrong in any automated system, and I don't think you want to, like, have your car get stuck in the vending machine. Yeah, so I don't know. I think it's a a novelty. I mean, I don't know how many people would really use this. Um Part of the fun of a car buying process to me is like going in and just like messing with the car salesman because, you know, they, they just want to make that sale so bad and you just got to haggle with them a little bit. Yeah. Now, is this, for yeah, used,
2: is this for used cars only or is this
1: new as well?
3: So from what I've seen, it looks like it is mostly used cars oh, okay. um, or maybe it might be all used cars. How do you test
1: drive this used car? I mean, how do you know it works if it's stuck up in a... Well, you know it spins. You, it's
3: you just spin- get
4: the test drive coin and drop it in. Yeah, is there a
3: test
1: drive coin? Oh, isn't there a seven day return policy I think I saw in this?
4: Seriously? Yeah. Well, that's better than most dealerships.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just, my thing is, I'm looking at the prices here and you don't really save, I don't think you save that much money. They, they're going off the Kelly Blue Book. So I, I don't think you can haggle.
4: But there's a person.
2: There's a person, yeah. But I don't know. I ha- We'd have to see if you can actually negotiate. And that's the thing is we go to car buying. There's like an art to buying cars and actually negotiating for the best price you can get. And, yeah, that's um, fun to me. I that like is that. that is fun. I actually learned how to do it buying the last couple of cars I bought. Seven-day like, test zone. Okay, well, there you go. Seven days. Hmm. But I don't know. I, this is probably just a <clears> – <throat> I don't think this is going to be – it's only in one location, right? It's like in Tennessee.
1: Yeah, and the, the no-haggle thing, actually, I think Scion does that. Like, if you walk into a Scion dealership, they're supposed to not haggle with you. They just give you a price, and that's it.
4: Yeah. What
2: was yeah. the other car company that did that? It was a big thing. Saturn was uh, like, oh, we're not going to uh, haggle. Well. This is the price, and you can either take it or leave it. Saturn hasn't existed for,
1: like, seven years, so I don't really don't
2: no, know. No, I'm just saying, I think
1: <laughs> I think they did that. I think also, like, BMW and Audi do that as well. You can't really haggle. Uh, well, you can haggle with those guys. Like, at some dealerships, though, like it's actually a policy that they don't haggle. Yeah. Like they won't haggle with you. They they try to. The, the thing is, they want to make it easy, but they just want to make. You know, some some people like legitimately don't like haggling, and I get that. But I really
4: don't like haggling. Yeah.
1: I only do it for cars. For anything else, whatever. Here's your money.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cars is the only thing you can really do that with. Yeah. I feel good about it.
0: So, do you guys think that guy that works in the car vending machine has a Facebook page?
2: Oh, absolutely. Totally. Who would not have a Facebook page? Exactly. I mean,
3: what else do you do while you wait for people to come get their car out <laughs> of the vending machine? Is surf on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. So
0: So, um, a new study that's uh, recently released have, has found that uh, quitting Facebook makes you happier and less stressed. Is there anyone here who has quit Facebook recently?
4: Guilty. <laughs> Um, that so,
3: wasn't
2: staged or anything. So, it's cool. Yeah,
0: totally not. This is all off the cuff. I, I had
2: no it. idea <laughs> what you <laughs> quit Facebook. My palms actually are starting to sweat, even considering the idea of quitting like social media sites like Facebook. So, hmm.
4: yeah, I, you know, my quitting actually sort of coincided with looking for a new job. That was kind of the first reason I quit. So, you know, they always say deactivate your facebook if you're trying to look for a new job or something like that because there might be incriminating information not that i was worried about that but mm-hmm. just a good oh, measure now it <laughs> comes <out. laughs> but i actually found it completely freeing and i thought it was awesome to get off of facebook so i would highly recommend it
1: can i say how funny it is that there is a an institute called the happiness research in- research institute <laughs> in copenhagen that actually conducted this study yeah so
3: I mean I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I don't really use Facebook very often. I mean I'll get on there and you know look at a photo here and there maybe once or twice a month, but I don't get on Facebook very often.
2: What is your social media uh, service of choice Twitter Twitter you know, yeah. I mean I, around, I like the, around the
1: room Yes
2: it's a tie between Twitter and Facebook and actually these days I'm actually using Facebook more than Twitter.
1: okay hmm. Julia, do you use any social media?
4: I do not. Oh, I'm wow. social media. Free. So you don't do Instagram. No, I'm like a total anomaly. <laughs> do you do? You take, do, you do you even do you, exist? Are you here <laughs> in this room right I'm now? Just... Do you take photos? <laughs> yes. No how, one. How do, how no do one know? believes her, though. I mean, it's like you can't even believe that I have a life without. <laughs>
1: how do people <laughs> know what you, you're don't, really
2: have <laughs> <laughs> you don't You <laughs> don't really have a life. Come on. Uh, I don't know. I just I Josh, what do you
0: what do you use? I use Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. And Vine, and, <laughs> and Tune Periscope, Picks, and Periscope, and Meerkat.
3: <laughs> Meerkat too, huh? Yep. Yeah, Bill,
1: yeah. mm-hmm. all it. Uh, my favorite's probably uh, Twitter, and second favorite's probably Instagram. Yeah, Facebook I do use, but it's like I post stuff there and I read what everyone has to say, but I, mm-hmm. I like to stay quiet unless it's something I just really want to tell people that I yeah. know whereas on Twitter it is I felt like a lot of people that I don't know and a lot of people that don't really know me in real life follow me it's a, kind of a different experience. Yeah, and I okay.
3: I was going to say do you consider Reddit to be a, a social network?
1: It's not social media. It's just a social social it, news it's a forum site, site. It's, I guess. Yeah. It's a forum. I wouldn't say it's social media, but so, it could be.
2: I mean, so that's, you look at So that's one. what
0: I want to say is I have never ever had any problems with social media, but I don't use social media socially. I use it for news. So anybody that I follow on Twitter are people that have interesting things that they're going to post from news that Mm -hmm. I may not find otherwise, or they're interested in the same things that I'm interested in. Same kind of thing with Facebook. I only basically use it for groups Mm. on things that I'm interested in. Yeah. And so I get these group feeds, and if any group feed goes off the rails, I just leave it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. See, I use Facebook for people I know and want to keep in touch with. Twitter is for people I don't know or people that I follow who have just been long-time Twitter, Twitter people. And then I use Instagram. So for me, it's the three big ones. I do use Vine every once in a while. I'll crank it up and see if there's something funny. You know, I use it for kind of like crank a comedy thing. Yeah, crank or it up. You just spin I the take a little crank thing on and I Crank phone, up the phone, you know? yeah. Uh, but that's really about it. I don't really do Periscope anymore. I don't do Meerkat. I kind of gave those up uh, just because I just wasn't getting it.
1: Julia, I'm honestly jealous that you were able to quit Facebook and, and like, just stay with it. Because do you know what I, I found, um,
4: though, before I quit? Like, I would be typing on my computer, and, like, I, it's like my fingers would just go to Facebook with not me even thinking and about this, it. And this is a time.
2: problem. This is like a feature. This is like, hey, uh, it's like, never mind. That's,
4: it's a, a, it's like a drain so on use time. Use and then when you get there, it's all this inflammatory information, or oftentimes <clears> it is, people posting, especially now, about Elections, our debates that they've seen, and everybody yeah. has to share their opinion. So what you do? Is so fresh. Here's the thing: when you
2: have people who do that, you just un- you 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 can still be friends with them. Well, first of all, I I for my Facebook now is so I typically only follow people I know, like real people. So not fake ones. Not not fake ones. The only thing I like, Business Insider would be the only one that I actually kind of have because I like their articles.
0: That's a real one.
2: <laughs> well, it is, but I'm just saying. Like I usually use it for actual people, um, and then people that do post... Stuff that I don't want to see, you can still be friends with them. You just unfollow, so they don't get all like, "Well, you quit following me." You know, you just remove them from your feed.
0: So this study, so isn't this study says that the reason why people were less happy were because they envied the amazing experiences others post, and they envied how happy other people seemed <laughs> on Facebook. In the so, apparent success of others so, on Facebook. So it's, so it's really just envy. I apparently yeah, I follow the wrong, or am friends with the wrong
3: people on Facebook, because the reason I don't get on Facebook is because I don't see any of those things. There's nothing that awes me on Facebook except for Phil's great posts. <laughs> yeah. Thanks,
2: Brian. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't have that problem. I don't envy other people's posts. I like going. Oh, like well, you know, so and so said this. someone at so said this. I, I was envy like, oh, this is cool. Posts, mm-hmm. I, do here, like, right I do like. Him, I do like. So I do like using it for like the problem. whole weight loss <laughs> thing because one of the things I do is I. In fact, I said this when I first did the Watch Will Lose site is having feedback from people about hey, you know, your, your photos look great. I see you losing weight. You know, and I use that to post uh, updates to how much weight I'm losing, and that actually is very. Um. It's very, you know, I guess, self therapeutic and it's, it's, you get encouragement. And I say that is actually um, one of the reasons what helped me lose weight the first time was people for giving me feedback. Um, feeling like I'm envious of someone else's post, yeah, I don't, I don't get. Um, that's just me. I don't know. Maybe you don't know you're envious. No, okay. I, I would, I know when I'm envious. Maybe it's like <laughs> subconscious envy. It could be, but I'm okay with that. Hmm. Yeah. Wait. I don't, I just, I don't think I could ever. Like you're saying you'd be getting off at cold turkey. I' was like,, I don't know if I could do that,
0: Yeah. So how long have you been off of it, Julia?
4: I've been off it for. Uh... Six or seven months. It's like wow. <laughs> oh, you'll be. I feel terrible. like we're talking
3: about a drug addict. Do you you feel you'll be like now, have been by therapy? the way. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my God.
2: Yeah. yeah. You'll be back. You just. You've been this been is like. This is like. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm off of whatever. Yeah.
1: Just give it a few yeah. more months. I feel like people are also very argumentative on Facebook. Yes. Like like I, I oftentimes avoid posting my opinion on something because I because I don't want like to start the big but, Facebook flame war. Like somebody arguing back. Like if I see somebody else post about something that I just blatantly disagree with, I just ignore. it. That's not other yeah, people don't do though. that
0: no I yeah, just ignore that's, that's not that's the internet in general I, do, I think
1: I don't really get that as much on Twitter and on Instagram I never see like that kind of stuff like nobody really does like political things for example on Instagram it's just like pictures of uh their animals and their family and stuff yeah, or what they're eating for dinner it's like okay well, what are you gonna say that's that's why I, don't use Instagram. Above, I think no but some of those things are interesting like like when uh, I'm in a raw denim and I follow a lot of Uh, raw denim uh, and people on instagram it's just people posting pictures of denim fades and new shoes and all kind of stuff and that's interesting to me but there's nothing about that that you can be like oh i i violently disagree with you i'm gonna start an internet flame war you know
2: do you remember the other night when i posted something about what i was eating and i made my avocados and my chicken breast and an egg look like a happy face
1: (laughs) 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 that was so cool this is what I get on Instagram. It's Will's, Will's
2: sriracha
0: avocados uh, mm. and further Food. to my point of why I don't get on Instagram. Sriracha is so good. Anyway, <laughs> so so Julia, do you feel happier?
4: Yes, I do feel. <laughs> and
3: and you have a valid baseline between the two, right? You're like, okay, so you were you were, you know, eight out of ten happy before, and then now you're not on Facebook, and now you're nine and a half out of ten, or.
4: Yeah, something like that.
1: Hmm. I feel like this conversation is validating her reason to leave Facebook. Yeah, and she's probably. feeling pretty validated. I'm mm-hmm. feeling pretty good
2: right now. Yeah, Thanks, guys. I just don't appreciate see it. it. <laughs> but okay, I mean, you know, I just I don't know. Mm. And
4: it's sort of like okay, this is what I like to think about. There's days when you get home from work, right, and all you want to do is vent. And I finally had to get to the point with my husband where I was like, "Give me 15 minutes, I'll vent." And then I'm not going to vent anymore. Like I have a time limit. But when you get on Facebook, it's like venting for like pages and pages of Facebook newsfeed, and you could just stay on there for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. And I'm like, that so you don't leave that feeling, or I didn't leave that feeling positive and rejuvenated and happy, and like, oh, it's awesome that you posted the 3,000th you know photo of your kid.
2: Yeah. See, I feel good after being on Facebook. And kind of like saying, Dang. oh, no, look what all my friends are doing. That's cool. Let me, you know, and there may be something, hey, you're going hiking or something? Yeah, you know, I might do that or whatever. And you know, it's, I don't know, different thing. Why are you laughing, Brian? I
4: know, Mr. B, speak nope. up.
2: What did I say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're going to have like a, Brian a, loves a, our a, intro. Giggle, a giggle fest here or something.
3: No, I'm I'm good. I'm good.
2: We're good now. Well, anyway, okay. I, I don't know. So um,
0: so if you're feeling unhappy, it might be time to leave social media.
2: But then what if you're more unhappy once you leave?
0: Then well,
4: just try it out. You'll never well, know unless you, you, you try. Do a can't
0: you deactivate yeah. the account and not
2: delete any of the data? I Just uninstall the app. Why would, you, why would you go all that? Just uninstall the app and just discipline yourself not to go to Facebook. Because I mean, well,
3: that doesn't work, right? So There should be a service where you can disable social media websites and it has a time run. like it'll change all your passwords to those social media sites for let's say whatever time limit you you choose and then after that time limit it sends you an email with the updated password. No, that's a bad idea. It's a good way for cleansing. Well,
4: Facebook will let you right. I think it was third after 30 days.
3: I so I could need- have
4: still logged in after 30 days and after 30 days it was like nowhere officially even though my account was deactivated. Mm-hmm. All I would have had to do was put in my email and password to get back in. Yeah, but
3: this way yeah. it doesn't allow you to cheat. That's oh, the thing, you know. Yeah. people will be like, "Oh, I want to get back on social media when they shouldn't be." You know,
2: I think unless you have a problem where you you it's a, you're obsessing on it and it's taking and it's messing with your work life and family life, um, you know, then yeah, you need. There are people who actually have like social media addictions, I don't think anyone in this table actually is that bad off. Tell me more. Well, no, I'm serious. I mean, I don't think I'm addicted. Hashtag to it. addiction. <laughs> no i'm seriously though i mean it doesn't you know it hashtag doesn't tag social hashtag media hashtag i am much addiction. more happier being on social media I'm on, than on facebook
0: it. and twitter right now
3: <laughs> i mean i actually mm-hmm. am on twitter right now
2: <laughs> so anyway I, I say if you if you want to try it try it but you're you know you'll fail
4: what harm can come from trying that's all i'm saying
2: I, i've never met a person who's actually went i'm getting off completely
4: well, when you get off and then it makes you happier. So you don't there's...
2: do, do – what? Do do you no know LinkedIn? Do you do LinkedIn? LinkedIn is really not – Okay, it's let's move on. Me. If you're right, on T-Mobile,
0: on. they unveiled uh, unlimited video <laughs> streaming in the Uncarrier X announcement, quote, binge on for services.
3: Yeah, so I think it's only select services though, correct? I mean, I think it's, it's Netflix and, and a couple others.
1: Yeah. And it, But it's not services. They're not paying T-Mobile or anything. It's it's an opt-in thing, and all they have to do is meet some kind of technical requirement where they, they send, I'm going to say packet, but some some packet of information that just says, I'm opting in, and this is a video service. Mm-hmm. And then T-Mobile will stream that unlimited in 480p, and it does not count against your data cap, hmm. just like their their stream their streaming thing.
3: Who watches videos
0: on, I mean who watches so, videos on their phone
3: so that's kind of well I mean you think tablets right tablets yeah. would be more of a that would be my first a thing than, than phones would be but at the same time you know a, a friend of mine and I were, were discussing this I think yesterday when this came out and, and and it's or Tuesday when it came out and it's one of those things like if I'm not around Wi-Fi it's usually because I'm driving now if okay. I lived in a in a city where I had to commute and ride a bus or you know ride a train or something, Cool. I could see how this would be useful. But in a city where you drive everywhere, I mean, having this is not really worth anything, in my opinion.
1: No, I agree. The the only videos I ever watch on LTE are YouTube, and YouTube has not opted into this service yet that I know of. Right. So um, it really wouldn't do anything for me. And to be honest, if I'm going to be watching videos, I'd rather watch it in the full quality and and if if i'm really going to be watching like netflix or something i don't want to watch it in 480p on my 720p phone or my 1080p phone or my 2k phone if i had one
3: Mm. yeah it's
1: very true and and another thing that was kind of not mentioned was at
3: the same time that this came out uh t-mobile actually raised the prices of their unlimited plans i think
1: they raised their prices across the board i think but they doubled they doubled the data amounts and then they went up. So I think if you're in a family plan, it works out okay. But if you're in like a single individual plan, it actually works out to a little bit more, and it's only slightly cheaper than Verizon now. Right.
4: I can see people with kids being into this though. I have a niece, and all she ever does is play on, you know, her dad's phone and watch videos and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. maybe people yeah. with kids could be into this.
1: Right. It's something that I definitely, I definitely think what you're saying has, has merit because there are a lot of kids out there. They just they watch Netflix in the car or something. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're going on, on uh, road trips or whatever, sure. So,
3: and, and kids don't care about quality. That's that's very true. I mean, not at all. I mean, cartoons look good in 480 or
1: 1080. So. Yeah, yeah. Don't even know the difference. Mm-mm. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool, and interesting. It's interesting. T-Mobile shaking uh, things up again, you know. I don't. I don't want to get into
3: all the, the neutrality stuff right. Up, right. This, yeah. but We shouldn't. Yeah, but I, it it. Paints an interesting future of what of what may come from from things like this. I don't know. I'm still not sure what I think about this, but we'll see how it pans out. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, Brian. So we got an email in.
1: What does it say, Josh?
0: This is an email that we got in from from our email address. Um, what's that email address, Phil?
1: That is podcast at venue.com. And if you'd like me to spell it, Josh, I will. That's P O D C A S T uh. at V N Y U dot com.
3: Can, can you spell it phonetically for me? Yes, please? I was
2: going to say phonetically. Um, I, I don't want to do that right now. Using Papa.
0: We'll do that at the end of the show. So the email says, comes in from us. We don't have a name, so I'll just read it. I still have a ICE number on my phone I C E. What, is, what does that stand for, guys? In case of emergency? In case of emergency number on my phone, which I realized the other day is useless, now that my phone is protected with a passcode. What's the best way to handle this situation these days? So, this is a question for everybody that has a password-protected phone. I have an emergency contact number.
3: So, just a little backstory, in case people don't understand or know what, what an ICE number is. A lot of people will put an ICE number next to their their parents or their significant other uh, so that, you know, let's say they're lying on the side of the road, you know, I don't know, something's wrong with them, their call phone's accident. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you pull out their phone, you can see, oh, look, there's an ICE number here in their favorites, I'm gonna call that. Um, it, it was just kind of an informal, you know, in case of emergency type deal. Um but yeah with with passcodes these days uh,
1: well what are you doing over there? Yeah, Let Brian what, talk. I'm Jeez. sorry, I'm
2: sorry. Pardon me. <laughs>
3: um see with passcodes these days and everybody using fingerprints cancers, although I will say, you know, if they're passed out on the side of the road, you could just use their thumb. Uh, but <laughs> 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 that is but, a valid However, point. True. um if that's not an option, um, you know, there is an option on iPhones and on iphones you can actually go to emergency where it has the where you can put the passcode in and at the bottom you can set up a medical id and that medical id will have people you can contact wait what
2: so yeah um so when you when you when you go to your phone Uh and if you're on the lock screen whatever they have an emergency button you push that and that'll actually bring up the medical id place you can click medical id and there's your medical ID. The problem so, with this oh, is, is the problem here is... Very cool. It, yeah, it is cool. and yeah. I actually have mine populated with, like, if I'm on what medications I'm on, if I'm having allergies, if I've had any previous indi- injuries that someone would need to know about, yep. and then contact people. But the problem with this is, it's not... I don't think... In an emergency situation... Um, I guess EMS would have to know how to do this. And I don't right. know, I don't know well, that the general EMS person would go, "Oh wait, let me pull out this guy's iPhone and let me go through these six or seven steps to get to the information."
3: I think it would be something that they would probably be mentioned at least, you know, something somebody would mention that to them beforehand. Yeah. It's something they I'm I'm sure they are aware of that exists. Yeah, is. I'm sure they are, but now, Really quick just cuz I know Josh just freaked out cuz yeah. he wasn't there and he yes. was really confused. How do you say um so in the health app? Uh, that's built into the phone. You can go in there, and there's actually a section for medical ID. It's the one with the heart, because it loves you. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Apple, and, heart you. Yeah, and there's a there's a little medical ID section where you can populate, you know, the emergency contacts and your height and weight and whatever whatever information you, you want to put
1: in there. Like yeah. if you're diabetic or something, and right, you know, oh, you know, I need to give this person a a shot or whatever if they pass out. Like yeah, but the other
2: stuff. alternative, and I think this is kind of like is the most Maybe the most practical thing to do is actually put this on your um, background for your lock screen. Maybe not your home screen, but your lock screen. So when you lock your phone, you actually have some text here. Maybe not complete information about what you're allergic to and whatever, but maybe like some contact information. Where you take the background, you bring it into an editor, you type in the information, and then whatever happens, someone just picks up your phone, they look at it, they... Hit the button; that activates it. And they're like, "Oh, look! There's you know ICE information, and there you go."
1: I don't know of any other way to do that on Android or Windows phones, so that might be the only option.
3: So, so in Android, there's actually an option under security uh, for a lock screen message. Oh, there you go. So oh, you can actually okay. populate, you know, ICE dash whoever and a phone number if you want to. Perfect. So
2: whenever you go, whenever you tap on the button, it pops up or something. Whenever you go to the like, how does that work? It's just on their lock screen at all times. Okay, I see. I see. So yeah. same thing as what you would do if you were editing the background and putting your right. own text in there. Okay, I think that's actually the easiest thing in a, in a critical situation. is just pick up the phone, going, you know, hit a button, activate, and go. Oh, there's the number I can call. Um, I agree with you that probably now these days EMS is is understanding. Hey, you know, iPhones, Androids. Here's where I would go to find that. But I don't know. I've never set up yeah. a lock screen. I see. I've always done it with um, just not worried about it or just used Apple.
1: Yep. So, uh, everyone medical, should yeah. fill out their health app. On uh, If they have an iPhone, fill out the health app for the medical information. Well,
2: it's, it's Android as well, and Windows. So you can do maybe the background or something. Yeah.
3: Cool.
0: Very awesome. I had no idea about that, guys. Not a clue. That's great. Um, so, we're going to move on to our topic. <laughs> I feel so dumb. Uh, we're going to move on to the topic, which is... Uh, I don't know, Julia, if you'll have a lot to talk about here. Um, it's about the evolution of customer service via social media.
4: Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs>
0: um, and and more importantly than that, how can businesses leverage social media um, as as not just a, a a place to receive customer feedback, but also a place that they can they can help to to service uh, customers. Um, I know several of you guys in here have had customer service experiences with different companies, and you know if you guys would not mind sharing those experiences and talking through, maybe we can talk through how um, how the responses could have been better or or uh, or done done worse or better. But
3: so you know, I mean, I'll go ahead and leave this off really quickly. So you know, some of the best. Uh, customer service i've received through uh, social media has been through you know simple bank um just i mean they are on point every single time you don't have to mention names okay fine i mean
0: you can but you don't have to
3: i mean i want to call them out because they do such a great job i mean why not i mean seriously they i mean their social media game is on point like they will answer any question i mean they they will go out of their way and then they'll have you know uh gift wars with you you know while you wait so it's great
2: yeah, I've found that um, the smaller the smaller companies actually do a better job of getting social media customer service. Um, I agree with Brian with Simple. Simple's awesome to deal with. They're basically Simple is, by the way, it's an internet based bank. Uh, I also use Warby Parker for glasses, and um, every time I've had a problem or needed some feedback, you know, at Warby Parker support or at just Warby Parker, that someone has gotten back with me, and it's not just a hey, we we understand you're having a problem, you know, and and I don't feel any connection. They actually DM me or ask to do a mutual follow so we can DM each other, DM each other. And it's usually like, hey, can I call you? Uh, What can I do to help? And actually try and actually make it to where they're trying to solve my problem. Other larger companies, I think, don't really get it, or maybe they don't. The sincerity is not there. They'll, I've had an insurance company that, that that replied back to me, and they really didn't go out of their way to make sure they were trying to help me. They were just giving me the, "I'm sorry, you're having a problem. You know, please call our 800 number, and uh, and they'll take it for you from there." Which is fine. That's what you're really supposed to do. The first line is, you know, call, do, go the normal channels. But they made very little effort to say, "Hey, look, you know, let's make a connection here on on social media, and we'll help you. If, if we do need to escalate this, we will." Uh, but that didn't happen on the bigger companies.
1: Yep, I, I fully agree with that assessment. They really, it really does seem like the sincerity of the larger companies are, are, is just not there. Um, my, I'm gonna mention a negative experience, and I won't mention the name because it's negative. Um, I was buying a computer monitor, and the the company I was buying it from, their website went was not working properly. So I posted on their Facebook, and it's like, "Hey, your website's not working, and your sales about to end." I'm gonna miss out on the sale, mm-hmm. and when they they finally got back to me the next day and the sale was over, and they they were like, sorry, uh, the sale's over, the website's working now, and Ooh. I'm like, oh okay, uh, that doesn't help me. Thank you for replying, but you know your website was down. You know, is there yeah. anything you can do for me? Can you know count me that extra that I w- that would have saved? And nope, sorry, sale's over. That's not very good. So it's just like they're they're just, they're just there to like to be there. Like we have a presence. But it's not necessarily going to help you in any way.
2: Yeah. I I just find that the bigger companies um, don't have either the the motivation to do it, uh, like the smaller companies do. I'm trying to think of a big company that actually has given me good customer service over social media, and
3: I don't really know if I have any. But let's be real here for one second. The bigger companies have pretty rough customer service in general like let's not just over social media it's it's that's true you're absolutely totally like the smaller guy has to have good customer service right i mean he always has to have good customer service otherwise he's going to lose you know the the smaller amount of customers that he has so it's one of his main reasons for existence
0: so what makes those positive experiences over social what makes that good to you guys
2: so the perception that someone actually cares about my problem and is willing to make a connection with me over social media.
0: So in this case, we're saying use social media just like any other customer service channel. Use it just like a phone. Use it just like email.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's one on one. I mean you can do it through direct messages. Do a one on one. It's it's a way to publicly not shame the cus co- not shame the company, but to. To make sure, hey, you know, publicly kind of put them on, you know, on point here. Hey, you know, you're you're messing up. You need to fix this or, or something's wrong. Yep. And um, the, com-
2: the companies that do, even the bigger companies that do respond well to that, I respect. I mean, I find that mm-hmm. the ones that, the bigger companies that maybe not have the best social media support, when they do try, I'm like, hey, look, you know, you're at least making an attempt. To, to, to solve my problem. Uh, yes, I'll go call the special number and, and you know go through first-line support. Um, but yeah, some, some just give you the canned response, and that's kind of a, a shame.
1: Sometimes, I actually had a, an experience with Sling TV. I tweeted them, and they're owned by Dish, which is a big company. I tweeted them because uh, it seems like every time The Walking Dead comes on, Sling stops working. And they actually said, you know, we thought we fixed that. Can you DM us with more information? And I did, and they gave me more information, and they were working with me to try to figure it out. And they asked me, you know, what's your ISP? And all this kind of stuff, and and that was really interesting because that means I provided information to them that might help fix a problem for anybody that's in the same situation as me. And, and the I same totally,
2: I, I will, I will agree okay. with you. Sling actually has pretty darn good customer service. There was an LSU game going on, and I got Sling specifically, specifically because I wanted to watch the LSU game. Not that I'm not really big in the football, but I'm like, okay, I'm having some friends over, let's watch the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to go put it on, and it was on ESPN, there's like ESPNU or SEC ESPN, but then there's like an an alternative channel. There's like a couple of alternative channels for ESPN SEC. Well, it's, it's regional, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, and it showed coming up LSU game, and I was like, great, and it didn't come on. I'm like, oh, well, wait a second. And then I, the, the buddy that was with me he goes, yeah, uh, it's it's like the alternate channel. I'm like, well, I can't, I, there's no way to choose that. So I got on uh, Twitter with Sling, and they're like, "Hey, I'm trying to watch the game. What's the deal?" This is I got you know Sling specifically for that, and they were very apologetic. They're like, "Well, we understand, but we only are carrying this particular region. Uh, you know, we'll do their best to make this happen, but it's just not going to happen." So they gave me bad news, and they didn't really solve my problem necessarily, but they gave me the perception that they cared about it. You know, and I think, you- and I actually I'm still a Sling customer. So, yep. although I don't watch The Walking Dead, and everyone tells me Walking Dead is addictive. <laughs> it is so.
3: Sling while they're a customer service may be good. The service is not.
2: <laughs>
1: Brian's like no no no. So
2: yeah. and, and what so I. And I, the, I don't mean to go off topic here. No no yet, no but this no. This is but, completely going off topic. But I so so in what way is let's it? let's
0: not sidetrack. It's not. Let's let's not sidetrack.
1: <laughs> Shutting will down. Okay yeah. hey look you know I like okay. it I agree there are some problems with latency and some other issues but we so, won't go there. so all right something else about social media that's very interesting is that. I would have never called Sling. I wouldn't have been like, I'm going to take 15 minutes out of my day to call Sling and complain about the Walking Dead not working. But Twitter was right there, and I was tweeting anyway. So hey, hey Sling, why is the Walking Dead not working? And then because of that, I you know I took the minute out of my life to do that, and now I have yeah. So you know, so that's funny response from the company. Well,
2: yeah, you know, this is a good thing. Is also when I do before I reach out to someone on social media like a Sling or a vendor. I'll actually go look at their page and see if they're replying to anyone else and how active they are. So before, in the case of like sling, uh, I went to their 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 main Twitter page and then I looked at their tweets and I was seeing that they were actually answering tweets from other people. So it wasn't just a dead account that people don't reply back to. And uh, yeah, I would never think to actually try and call them at a customer support number because it's not that important, but it's enough for me to just pick up Twitter and go, okay, look, you know. Let's, let's
1: say that theoretically Julia had not deleted all of her social media accounts. Would you, would you rather tweet somebody or Facebook somebody instead of calling them for like a minor issue?
4: So I do try to use chat feature on any of the, um, you know, any service provider I have because I feel like it's faster. So I'm with Will if the response time is more instantaneous versus a phone call where you're in a queue and they tell you you're 30th in line then, yeah, I would maybe use that service. I was thinking while you guys were talking how trying to, you know, train your customer service people on how to interact on social media probably poses a pretty big problem for companies. Um, So if you're trying to get into that space, you know, you'd have to make sure that your people are trained really well because if you call their customer service, then you can have a pretty open conversation because it's not in the public and you can share client information, right? Right. But in a in a public setting, like in social media, you guys can give them information, but they can't really ask you for that. I mean, right, it's up to you to share however much you want, but they can't release any of your personal right. client information or... So it,
2: I think it's more of a it's it's a starting point. Kind of opens the door to communication. You know yeah. whether you move from uh, you know an at reply situation where you're doing it publicly or direct message, which kind of in, in a lot of ways is the same like doing a chat with right. on the website. Um, most of the positive feedback that I've gotten has been they'll say hey look d- follow me so I can DM you back. I'll give them limited information about my problem or whatever, and if they're like look we really need more call us at this number. And yes. usually it's not I'm not in the queue. Gotcha. Um, sometimes I am, and I'm like not very happy about
1: that. But most of my problems have been resolved. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing beats in-person customer service, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, so I mean, I mean,
2: nothing beats in-person. It, it, you know, yeah, I, I will agree. Look, nothing beats going up to someone and actually looking in the eye and saying, you know, shaking your finger at them and saying, mm-hmm. "This is something has got to get fixed," mm-hmm. but you know in today's world it's hard to do that getting harder and harder to do that
0: so we can agree that social media is another avenue of communication for a customer and that companies can't really ignore it correct
3: Uh, i don't think it can be ignored and in fact i think it's going to turn more into a, a cornerstone of it than anything else to be honest
0: Right. And that companies also need to have alternate easy ways for people to communicate, not just not just socially, but also through chat functions and whatnot. Mm. For those people who don't yeah. want to be on social media, um, the phone... The we phone, all look at Julian, <laughs> point to Julian. But basically the phone isn't... People don't want to wait in queues anymore on phones. They, people don't want to
2: talk on the phone.
0: People don't want to talk on the phone. They want to get their solutions quickly, easily, and and by someone who cares. Yeah. Bottom line.
2: Yeah. I was talking to someone on the phone the other day, and it was kind of funny. I, kept, I was holding it up to my ear like this, and it drove me nuts. I'm like, I can't hear you. And I kept pushing the phone harder and harder in my ear, going, Can you speak up? I can't hear you. What's going on? I'm like, I said, look, let's just email me, <laughs> you know, get on Google Chat or something, and like, it was a much better experience. Great. Cool. <laughs> Who talks on phones anymore.
0: Uh, any final thoughts, anybody on social media customer service?
2: We should have a poll that says, you know, like, hey, should Julia get back on social media or not? <laughs>
0: We will probably not do that. <laughs> well, oh well. What we will do though is we will answer emails uh at our email address if you send us an email at podcast at venue dot com. What's that, Phil?
1: That's uh Papa Oscar Sierra uh Del- <laughs> no, Delta. No, 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 Oscar, <laughs> o- pa- no, I, I
2: messed no, no. Papa Oscar up. Delta I know him.
1: Charlie Alpha Sierra Tango.
2: Because I'm K B five S A W. Perfect. Great. At Oh, at venue.com. Yeah, that, that works. Victor Echo
0: <laughs> November Yankee Ultra.com. We, we love ratings and reviews. You can go to iTunes. You can rate us. You can review us. Um, you can also find us on Stitcher. Um, you can leave comments over on our blog at com. And you can also check us out at www.venue.com. And we will see everybody in two weeks.